0: This is Christian Brindle, wherever you are and however you might be listening to me today. Thank you so much for taking the time. This is episode 196 of the Everything Medicare podcast. Every single week, I bring you three podcast episodes where we discuss your Medicare, your Medicaid, your Social Security, and everything that has to do with that golden age called retirement. Folks, thank you so much for being here with me today on a Wednesday I own a company called Christian Brindle Insurance Services. We work with people on Medicare in 10 different states. We work with all of the biggest insurance companies in the industry. And today's episode is something that I've been teasing doing for some time. So I expect there's going to be a pretty big turnout as far as our audience is concerned today. I've been hesitant to kind of put this episode out there because... Just worry of the backlash that I'll get from different people in the industry making this public, to the, to the consumers, to our audience. But I started thinking about it, and anybody that takes the time to Google this information can find it really, really easily. I mean, it's not like this is just a big secret that's locked away in a safe somewhere that nobody has access to unless you're on the inside. I mean, you can find this information in a lot of different places, with or without me. So I figured I'd rather you hear it from me than from anybody else or from learning it from another source. Folks, it's no secret that insurance agents, when they write you on a policy, whether it be car insurance, homeowners, life insurance, Medicare health plans, they're going to make a commission. That's why they do it. Now, typically, it's not the commission that's going to really go in addition to your premium. I think there's a big preconceived notion in a lot of cases that if you buy an insurance policy from an insurance agent, that it's going to cost more, so that way the insurance agent can make something off of it. That's not really the way that it works. It's going to be the same price whether you buy it from them or whether you buy it on your own. The only difference is the insurance agent's going to get a little piece of the action. That's how they keep the lights on. That's how they are able to provide you service. That's how they're able to stay in business, feed their families. It's a system where it's supposed to be everybody involved is benefiting. I kind of always have looked at it like a triangle. There's three parties involved, right? There's you, the customer. There's us, the insurance agents there is the insurance company. Those are the three parties that are involved. And if you're working with an independent insurance agent like me or my company, we are a third party. We do not work for any of these insurance companies. We are partners with them. We have contracts with them to where we're able to offer their policies and work with the insurance company. But we don't work for the insurance company, a big, big preconceived notion. So what we do that benefits the insurance company is we offer service and customer service and explanation to the customers that they're probably not going to be able to get by calling the insurance company nine times out of ten. The insurance company understands that if we can put out fires for you, if we can provide service for you, if we can do a good job taking care of you, that it's going to help their bottom line because, number one, there's going to be less people calling them. It'll lower their workload. Number two, it's going to keep the customers more happy. And that's really, at the end of the day, what their agenda is. Happy customer means a long-term customer. So they benefit from that regard, so they're willing to compensate us agents to do this. And at the end of the day, they would not have gotten your business without the insurance agent. Because the insurance agent said, hey, Mr. or Mrs. Johnson, I think this plan with XYZ Insurance Company would fit your needs better than anybody else. So the insurance company benefits. Us as agents benefit because we have a career, we can keep the lights on. You the customer benefit because you get additional service that you would not get by just signing up for a plan by yourself. So there's a triangle involved, and when it works the way it's supposed to work, all three parties are benefiting equally. Now where this gets tainted is when you have agents that try to sell certain policies for their own selfish reasons, and they're not thinking about what's best for you, number one. And number two, when the agent's not doing what they're being paid to do in terms of taking care of you, returning your phone calls, providing you service, keeping you up to date with changes. Because that's what they're paid to do. And there's a lot of agents out there that break one of these two rules. They try to sell the policy that's going to pay them the most, or that's going to benefit them financially the most, instead of what's best for you. It's either that, or they're just not doing their job taking care of you. They look at it like their job is finished once you enroll. But one thing we're going to jump into, and one thing we're going to discover, is Typically, Medicare-based insurance agents get paid for every month that you stay on the policy. They make a little bit of money. I'll tell you exactly how much, for what type of policy, how that works, and everything involved. I'll unveil the whole curtain when we come back. I have to take a break here from this week's sponsor. Don't go anywhere. I'll, I'll provide the juicy details when we come back. Welcome back, everybody. Thanks so much for sticking with me through that break. This episode is going to go into the commission levels and the commission percentages and exactly what an insurance agent is going to make when they sell you a Medicare plan. This is not going to break down what it would be if you sign up with someone that's in a call center. That's quite a bit different. Those people are making typically an hourly wage they might make a tiny little commission maybe 25 to 50 dollars it depends on where they're working in addition one time for your enrollment typically if you're working with a a real insurance agent not to say that those people aren't real insurance agents but if you're working with a, a an independent broker someone that's act, an actual owns an actual company they're going to make money and they're going to get paid every single month off of your enrollment This also doesn't apply typically to people that work as captive agents, meaning that they work for an insurance company specifically. This is going to be with your typical independent agent. Now, there's two different ends of the spectrum. There's Medicare Advantage Commissions and there's Medicare Supplement Commissions. So we're going to start with the Medicare Advantage Commissions. Now, Medicare Advantage Commissions are determined by what's known as the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services. So we call it CMS. CMS determines what these insurance companies are allowed to pay us. So pretty much, when when, in terms of commissions, they're pretty much the same with all of the insurance companies. Now, sometimes, if an agent has written, you know, has has sold enough policies with a particular company, sometimes they can move up because they meet certain production requirements. So typically, there's two reasons why an agent would have a bias just for in terms of what they want to sell you. Number one. They might have hit a certain rank with one of these insurance companies, and the insurance company puts pressure on them every year in order to sell enough policies to keep that rank. So they might feel pressure to try to, to push you into one company over another. Me personally, I could, I could care less. I don't give a damn. I sell what I feel is best for my clients and customers. That's number one. The second thing is they might have a bias towards Medicare Advantage or Medicare Supplement or one or the other. Um... Those are typically the two reasons why an agent is going to push you in one direction over the other. We'll start with Medicare Advantage, though. Agents make more with Medicare Advantage. like cats out of the bag. They make more commission. If you are new to Medicare, let's say you're turning 65, or if you've been on a med sup for 10 years and you sign up for Medicare Advantage plan, if you're just new to Medicare Advantage in general. This is your first time enrolling into a Medicare Advantage plan. An agent's going to make more money than they'll make probably selling most of anything else. They're going to make $510 as the street-level contracted rate. That's what all independent agents make from the get-go. $510. That $510 is to compensate them for the first year of your enrollment. So if you enroll in the year 2020, that $510 is for the year 2020. But like I said before, agents get compensated month to month as long as you're on the plan. So that $510 is for the first year. They will then make $255 every year that you remain on the plan. But starting in January of the upcoming year, so in our scenario, we'll use January 1st of 2021. They'll make $255, but it will be broken down one month at a time. So they'll make $21.25 a month if my math is correct there if you're not new to Medicare Advantage and you've been on a Medicare Advantage before, let's say they're changing you to a different Medicare Advantage plan, they'll make half of that. They'll make the 255 right up front in their pocket. And then they'll make the 2125 every month starting in January of the next year and going forward as long as you're on the plan. So there's a reason why agents come so hard at you when you're turning 65, why the advertising is so fierce. It's because that $510 is very, very attractive for a sales agent. There's a bias there. That's Medicare Advantage. Now let's talk about Medicare supplements. Medicare supplements work quite a bit differently. It's going to depend on the certain state and also the certain insurance company, but I'd say a pretty blanket statement would be for the most part, depending on the state, usually an agent's going to make anywhere between 15% to 25% of your premium, of your monthly premium on your MedSup. So let's say your Medicare supplement premium is $100 a month. They're going to make somewhere between 15 to 25%, depending on what contract they have with the insurance company, of your premium. That's basically paid back to them in the form of commissions. So they're going to make that, typically, for the first six years that you're on the plan, assuming you stay on that long. After year six, they're going to have their commissions be lowered pretty dramatically. And then typically, with a lot of insurance companies, after year 10, they're going to stop making any commission off of you altogether. Whereas with Medicare Advantage, they're going to make that forever, as long as you're on the books, as long as you keep your policy. So that's, that's what we're looking at. That is the way that it works. Now, if you buy a drug plan with a Medicare supplement, because agents make money on those too, not a whole lot, but a little bit. If you're new to Medicare, never been on a drug plan before, they're going to make $78 for that year and then $39 every year after that. If you're not new to the drug plan, they're going to make $39 for the whole year. Cat's out of the bag. Like I mentioned before, there's three parties involved. There's the insurance company, there's you, and there's the insurance agent. The only way that it doesn't work is if the insurance agent gets tainted by other things as far as, you know, let's say they have 10 Medicare Advantage companies they can sell you. They're making the same commissions with all of them because that's the way that it works. But let's say with one of them they sell they 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 sell a lot of policies with them in a year and they get moved up to the next level of commissions and let's say they make $600 instead of 510 well, they're going to have a bias probably to sell more of that company to keep that level because if they don't meet the, the quota criterias, they're going to have to give that level up. That's where this thing gets tainted. In some states, the commissions are higher than that too. You know, so for example, like in California, New Jersey, places like that, it's a 601 excuse me, <coughs> it's a $636 commission if you're new to Medicare. And $318 every year after that. So this isn't a blanket statement everywhere, but for most places, that's what you're looking at. The $510 if you're new, the $255 if you're not new. Cats out of the bag, you know now. Agents make more money on Medicare Advantage. I have some final thoughts I'd like to share with you on this, so don't go anywhere. I'll take one last break. Be back with you in segment three. Welcome back, everybody. Just wanted to give you some of my final thoughts on this. I am not unveiling this to make you think that agents are sly or sneaky or evil because they get paid. A good agent deserves to get paid if they help you, if they do a good job for you. Do you disagree with that? This is not like I'm, I'm telling you this about all the other agents and it doesn't apply to me. This is me too. I get paid when I help a client. I make a living. I keep the lights on. I take care of my family. I take care of my wife. I take care of my daughter. There's nothing wrong with someone getting compensated to do a good job for you. The best thing, and part, the best part about it is it doesn't come off of your plate. It's not like you're paying extra to be able to work with the agent. I'm not telling you this to get you all fired up and to get you to be upset that agents make money off of your enrollment. I'm telling you this so that you're aware of it because there's a lot of scumbag agents out there that sell policies for the wrong reasons or they'll sell a policy because of their own personal bias and they're not taking your own needs into consideration. And what better way for you to know what to look for than to know exactly what the agent's going to make? You know how many times I've talked to somebody that should be on a Medicare supplement and they talked to an agent before me, and the agent didn't even bring it up. The agent was pushing, 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 pushing Medicare Advantage because they wanted that 510. They come to me, and I'm like, you know, Gladys, whoever it is I'm talking to, Jane, you really shouldn't be on that plan. You should be on a Medicare supplement because it's what's best for her. That's what I'm seeing. To me, a client is a client. I don't care if I make more or less, I'm just thrilled to be able to do business with you. That's where I'm coming from. And I think that's how any agent you work with should approach things. But what better way for you to know what to look for than to know exactly what they're going to make? The reason why the agents that favor Medicare supplements favor Medicare supplements is because there's a lot less that goes into a Medicare supplement. There's no drug coverage. There's no dental vision hearing. There's no networks. No pre-authorizations. So, the agents have 90% less customer service to deal with. But the people that might prefer a Medicare Advantage or would be better off with a Medicare Advantage, they don't even know about it because they're not informed about it. There's two sides of this coin. Some agents, they don't mind making less, or if they have enough productivity with Medicare supplements, they might have very, very high contracts with Medicare supplements to the point where they. You know, might even make more selling the Medicare supplement. Medicare supplements are always based on the, on the percentage of your premium. So this just kind of depends. But there's a lot of people out there that have biases. I hope this kind of gives you some information and some tools to kind of put into perspective why someone might be recommending what they are. If it feels like they're not, if it feels like they have an agenda, they probably do. Me personally, I could care less. I'm looking at, are you going to have trouble with this insurance company? Are they easy to deal with? If it's on a Medicare supplement, do they have low rate increases? Is it a good price? That's what I'm looking at. I don't care what I make. I just want to do what's right by my clients and my customers, and it's going to come back on me tenfold. That's what I've learned over the years. It's just good business. Anyway, folks, um, as always, if you live in the states of Utah, Colorado, Idaho, Washington, Oregon, California, Texas, Virginia, South Carolina, and Florida, again, that's Utah, Colorado, Idaho, Oregon, Washington, California, Texas, Virginia, South Carolina, and Florida, those are the 10 states that my company's licensed to do business in. And you can contact my office for a free, no obligation consultation if you'd like to talk. Our number is 801 255 5340, 801 255 5340. Or you're welcome to shoot me an email if you're more comfortable doing that. My email address is ChristianB at xmission.com. ChristianB at xmission.com. Thanks for being here with me today, folks. I hope you got something out of this episode. This was the long awaited episode. And we'll see what happens. I'm putting a target on my back by putting making this public but I appreciate your support. Until next time, we'll be back with another episode for you on Saturday. Have a great week.